The Magic Book Club podcast. Celia Imbri, welcome to the Magic Radio Book Club podcast. What I a love delight. anything that's magic. Thank hey, you. <laughs> of course, of course. I really had such a fun time reading this. Good. Um, from start to finish, it's made me cry. It's made me laugh. I've been on the edge of my seat. I've like been Googling places to live in the <laughs> south of France. It's been absolutely fantastic. And, and I just wondered, for those people who, who aren't like myself, haven't read the first two, which I'm now going to go back and read. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about these fabulous five characters and where we find them at this point uh, in a nice cup of tea. Well, they've all, like me, fallen in love with the south of France and they're there. This time they've um, opened a restaurant (laughs) Um, uh, which is a, you know, hugely um, ambitious thing to do, I think. And I don't really um, know necessarily about all the ins and outs, but um, it is quite a sort of theatrical thing to do, I think. Absolutely. Um, but, poor darlings, they think that they're in the money because they've found a treasure in the building of the restaurant. It doesn't go so well and um, they're really up against it. I think what I love about my characters is putting them into really difficult situations and then getting them out of it. Uh, you know, the best that can happen to them and the worst that can happen to them. And it's it's, uh. it's amazing because it, it does start with the end of something. The mm. plot starts with the end of something and so there's massive jeopardy right at the beginning. Yep. Uh, it's a really exciting way to start a novel. Um, Good. Uh, and it opens up all sorts of possibilities about what on earth they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I know, and then then there's the T- Teresa, who is my sort of main character. I love Teresa. Who, yes, I love Teresa too. And she, the exact same thing happened to her as happened to me. She decided to. She landed in Nice actually, and thought, actually, I don't think I've seen anywhere quite as breathtakingly beautiful, which is truly what happened to me. And I did something which is quite unlike me because <laughs> sometimes I can be quite indecisive. But I thought, I'm going to live here. And it's exactly what she did. Well, is there truth in the story that it was either a croissant or a flat? Very nearly. <laughs> Honestly, very nearly. Really? Yes. And I've never done anything quite quite so impulsive as it, that. But I don't regret a second of it. You know, one of the kind of overriding feelings that I get with this book is that, uh, I mean, we all know that there's an, you know, an element of living abroad, and I've lived abroad as well, there's an element of being very aware that you're in a bubble. You know, you are aware of that, and that the rosé and the sunshine papers over plenty of cracks, and that at some point in time, you know, some, some of this is going to show its face and you'll deal with it all. But the overriding feeling is that it's worth it. Mm. Um, and that and that they have this they have this bond that you know despite the difficulties it's definitely worth it. Mm. The plot as well there is a lot of it. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of I mean where where did that did the, the story come from? Were you working that out as you went along? Because there's there's a lot of plot in it. Yes, as I go along actually, and it's that thing of what happens if that happens. It's it's kind of like a. It's like being on a, a fairground ride, really, because if you twist that, then that could happen. Yeah. Um, and then sort of trying to, without being too obvious, knit it all together and make sure that you know the, know the characters and get to know them because it matters terribly that um, you have a feeling about a character, either that you like them or you don't like them, but you must know them, otherwise you don't care. And it's sort of the thing that I think of when I've got a new script 
I rather childishly go to the back of the script. <laughs> um, or, or by the time I get to the end, I think, who cares? And it's the most important thing of all. And if you don't know the people, you don't care about them. It's very, very important that each character gets its own sort of little light shining on it so that you can... You might not like them, by the way, and then you might, hopefully. There's that little devilish mm. spark in your eyes when you say that, <laughs> Miss Inley. Yes. There's, um, uh, it's funny, isn't it, actually, because it's it's what I, uh, you know, it's done with such a light touch as well. It's quite, you know, it's a very difficult thing to do that you've achieved, which is to get to know these characters so well in, in such a short space of time. Because I, I, I hope that you, you think this, you know, this is standalone with the characters and the plot without having the other. Obviously, you would, you'd have a, a much deeper experience of them if you, if you had read the others, but it, it was, was it always meant? They were always meant to be standalone as well. I think it's important. Yeah. Yes, because you've enjoyed them, haven't you? Yeah, very much. Without knowing the rest of the history, and there are characters that I know. I won't give too much away, but there are characters in this book where you think, <laughs> "What a pig!" Actually, um, and I can, yes, <laughs> what, what an idiot! Actually, I, you know, for he's goodness. really not very nice. No, I mean, like, like but, that's that's a dark. That was a dark element. Yes, but then. By the end. So I, I surprise myself sometimes, which is very good idea. You know, that yeah. I'm not, not sure, can I really do this? Oh, yes, no, actually I could, because then that could happen. It's like a sort of, um, not a jigsaw, that's not right. It's more surprising, going down this alleyway and then turning and then sort of coming across a mirror maybe. Yeah, Absolutely. And they are, um, I mean, they're an extraordinary bunch of people, aren't Mm. they, really, whether Mm. that is. And the introduction of uh, Eggy and Fru, (laughs) these incredible, this pair of lovies. um, Who who, you love, Oh, my God, but that's so difficult to do. You could Mm. quite, you could so easily have, have, they could have been really irritating. Mm. And they're not. You just, you know, bless him. He cannot help himself, Mm. can he? And by the end, you love them dearly yeah and i got really quite attached to them you know is it i mean there is there are lives for all of them to go forward now and i mean i just love the idea i mean we can't give too much away but of the offer that was made to sally i know um i i want to see that i want to see that i really (laughs) want to see that at some point well it's all very relevant because of course can is happening right now this moment so it's sort of a seasonal book Absolutely. Yeah. I just wanted to talk very uh, briefly as well about, I mean, you, you have a place in on the south of France um, and the very light touch, but we're deeply ingrained in this is obviously the events of 2016 on Bastille Day with the terrorist attack in Nice. Where were you in writing this, this book? We, had you done the first two and started this or when that happened? No, I'm just trying to think where I was. That's a very good point, actually. I think I must have been in between... But the thing is that um, I always think uh, Nice is giving me a special firework party for myself because um, it's Bastille Day and it's the day before my birthday. So I always imagine, oh, how kind of you, um, Nice. So thoughtful. Yes. So, um, you know, I don't want to go into it too much, but um, I was really there. Yeah. And I escaped with my life. And I think that's why out of respect for the people who had this horrendous Mm -hmm. event. Um, I wanted to step away. Um, But it is quite heartbreaking, but 
the respect and grace that they've somehow come back as a city. It's really... It's extraordinary. Quite, yes, it is. And so it would have been completely wrong to go into it in too much depth because obviously there are people who... Of course. ...you know, had a much, much worse time. But on the other hand, you couldn't pretend it hadn't happened yeah. because it's so so there. I mean, well, I think it's. I think you so, deal with it and include it good, brilliantly. Good. It's personal. It's absolutely. It's profound. But it's yeah, it, mm. another light touch about it. And, mm. um, and I think obviously, and gives this so much context as well. You know, because there's a timeless element to it. I think mm. isn't there? Mm. You know, this could quite quite easily exist in the fifties or the sixties, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and and actually, uh, it it gives it this incredible context, which I thought was which was lovely. Mm. The way that you go about writing, do you write when you're in Nice? Oh, yes, only, actually. Really? I made a, a sort of a pact with myself because it's so, um, it's so turquoise, <laughs> which is, funnily enough, my favourite colour. But, um, you know, to look out onto the, the waves and the sea, which I do, and to feel the heat, to smell the strawberries, to drink the rosé, uh, you know, it is a, a glorious way of life. Mm. And um, it's so much a part of the book that to be constantly surrounded by it and actually if I think about it I know there are cafes in London and they're probably lovely but there's something quite extraordinary about just sitting in a cafe in the south of France it's special and there go my characters. It seems past me. well. I mean, and this is—it's really I, so. Have it, we lived in Ibiza in the Balearic Islands, and uh-huh. and the the light yes. and the the light and the air takes you to a different place. Mm. I am now left with this incredibly romantic picture in my head of Celia in a scarf <laughs> oh, on yes. a balcony. Where it's a scarf, scarf, even. Celia yes. in a scarf <laughs> on a balcony, That's right. writing away, and it be it, it become it feels like it's very natural and not easy, but it feels like it's very natural for you, for, you know, for you. Well, it wouldn't have the same flavour if I was doing it in London, that I'm sure. Oh, can you imagine? No, no it really wouldn't. Can't. It no. really wouldn't. Um, also, the I guess as well that the, the, there's something very um, uh, British about these characters and, and the, the, it's unashamedly Brits abroad mm. and the, the contrast between uh, some of the, the more local characters who are a bit more laid back and passionate and then you have this this story of Eggy suppressing there's this all this suppression on every level from the british characters was that something that you purposefully wanted to try and inject into the plot and the story um possibly i mean i i sort of hate the word expat yes. but i don't know how else you can describe them really yeah uh, they would be the first people as well, especially Teresa and, and Sally and the boys in the restaurant. They would be the, the first people to to say that they'd worked really very hard at becoming part of the local the local yes. framework, wouldn't yes, they? Yes, yes. And I think um, what is good is that I, I love the French manners. I mean, it's it's a little thing to say, but if you go into, um, you know, like a version of Boots the Chemist, I suppose, yeah. which I there's one quite locally where I live... Um, you wouldn't think of saying good morning to the girl on the cash desk, I'm afraid, would you? Nope. But in France, always bonjour, the minute you go in the shop, even almost in a supermarket as well. Yeah. And and I love that. And I think that if you don't... And I've only learnt to respond, because if you don't, I think the, the French people think that we're very rude, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I love their manners. Mm. Um 
if you have, um, say, a plumber or somebody to come and help you in where you live, they will shake hands with you every morning. And I think that the people, my characters and the people who have decided to move, they will make an effort and they will join mm. in and they will... I mean, my French is getting better. My understanding. I was going to say, how's your French? Well, I go to the Alliance Francaise in Nice and Good also in LA as well. Good for you. Um, which is a marvelous um, uh, group of people. They're so welcoming and friendly, um, and so I'm getting a little bit better. My understanding is better now, and I love watching French films. But my, it's got a lot to be desired. But well, I you do, don't want to get yourself into any pickles like Teresa did with the, I know. Je, with the, with the, I know. With the uh, yes. But she does try. She I mean, does they try. all do try, and I, and I love it when you know you can sit in a restaurant as I did the other day, and I heard this uh, conversation going on with clearly um, an English lady speaking French. Yeah. which is a different thing. I've got a Niçoise accent, by the way. I've been Do you told. have a Niçoise accent? Yes, I'm so excited what, what about this. What is a Niçoise accent? I don't know, but it's not a Parisian one. Who's so, told you that? Um, somebody, somebody when, yeah. when I was working on the film Love Punch with oh, Emma yes. Thompson, and um, uh, you know there was obviously a French team around us, and they said, "Oh no, you've got." A, uh, I was very excited about that. Uh, yeah, I don't I know, know what it is, but thank no, you. I don't know. <laughs> um, That's fantastic. So, so I love that my characters now that they are living there. They do make an effort yeah. to to be part of it, which I think is very important. And I think that's uh, what upset them about, for instance, some of the, um, the passengers yeah. from the from the cruise lines who were really quite rude yeah. and objectionable and didn't want the joy of the, the French food. I mean, the French food. It's interesting because it's also flavoursome and so delicious. You know, all of it. And yet, the, they've all got rather wonderful figures, the French. Well, yeah, because they just nibble, though, don't they? They don't sit and they nibble. Well, and it's the, like the portions the, are yeah. tiny, but yeah. so full of flavour. Well, it was I funny because I was just saying earlier that um, uh, I, I thought we were, I was going to meet you a while ago and it didn't work out for many reasons, but I made you some oofs. I made you some oofs niçoise from, from, from the book. Oh. I made them, but I was a bit heavy-handed on the anchovy paste, so they were a bit tart. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but they were rather good. They were. They were really okay. rather good. Oh. What was the thinking behind the recipes? Was that just a... The, well, a I mean, in a way, because the French, and they love their food. I yes. I mean, the, 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 the importance of the lunch, 12 to 2. You must mm. have lunch, 12 to 2. And they care very much about everything, the presentation and everything. So it's so much a part of their life. Um, but it was also a very good way of using up a page or two. <laughs> I have to tell you that. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try I every one of them. I haven't made all of them myself. But, um, but you know, I went on Sunday to the Festival of May. Oh, um, And there are all these young girls and boys dressed up in the most beautiful Nice costume, yeah. national costume, with all the frills and the headdresses and the velvet yeah. ribbons and everything. And they're youngsters. They're, I mean, they're teenagers, but they're doing these national dances and it's something quite wonderful. And then you get a band um, and uh, there's a platform and then suddenly the, all the audience get up and they dance and they all know the steps. Yeah, It's from another world, but it's something... So joyous, and there around you in the olive groves where they used to have the jazz festival is a real true family day out. And 
there is everybody just having a very, very lovely yeah. time. It's quite innocent, actually. Absolutely. I think in, 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 in Ibiza, there were, there were spring festivals. There was, my favourite was the blessing of the animals for Easter. Yes. Did you, have you seen that before? Yes. No, I haven't, but I've heard about it. It's amazing. So yes. everybody comes out from their houses with their cats That's and their right. hamsters and their guinea pigs and goes to church. They and, do and, that in Nice, yeah, too. It's, it's gorgeous. It's mm. absolutely lovely. And I, I think, I wonder whether or not these characters as well that, that have come from where they have and are at the time in their life that they have, miss that as well miss that kind of old school mm. element to what they do do you know what else I loved about it as well um, I love that you love it too. no I do I well do. I was I know it's, I, I, should, I know I shouldn't be so I shouldn't Why be so not? surprised but you know it's one of those the sense of that these are adults and it, it's about their lives and, and some of the kids are quite irritating and mm-hmm. you know towards the end as well bless her Sally's trying to get stuff done and, and I love that idea that you know these are characters that are later on in life and they're not they're not even later on in life they're just grown-ups but they have a life that is their own mm. that is worth having do you know what I mean mm. um, and that the kids are kind of just a, just you're old enough now to get on with your own life for goodness sake get mm. on with it mm. um, I thought that was quite refreshing actually good yeah good. well I suppose um, at my time of life you've got to just know what's important and without being too dramatic be where you want to be because time's running out I mean I suppose that's just you know you've got to You've got to understand that. Um, Mm. I suppose also, when you're young, you don't realise any of these things. No, of course not. Of course not. But... There you go. That's no, the, the the reward. The reward for just sticking in there is ending up in a place like Nice with these kinds of friends. I have to ask you, is there is there anything else planned in this series? Because we do, at the end, uh, the, uh, the, the, the script for the film... Is, mm. is discussed. I mean, these I are characters. These I are know. characters waiting to be put on the, on yes. the screen. Well, who knows? Who oh, knows? <laughs> never say never. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I have to say, I'll put my hand up for Carol, please, if that ever happens. Oh Isn't my God, Carol's ace. I love She's Carol. She's so funny. I love them all, actually. Yeah, I, 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 mean, well, I couldn't pick one out, but I, I have said this before, but I want to play it. All of them. Yeah, of course you do. I mean, you can't even begin to imagine how difficult that will be if that ever happens. (laughs) Um, It's a a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for the book. I'm going to have a really nice summer reading the other two um, on the holiday. And uh, I will wait with bated breath to hear of the adventures of these characters and what they're going to do next. Thank you so much. Thank you, Celia.